tonight, for the first time, a former senior military intelligence officer comes forward to say what we've only imagined is true. You are saying to the human race, for the first time, we are not alone. We're definitely not alone. Claims that our government has proof of alien life. We have spacecraft from another species. We do, yeah. How many? Quite a number. Some are landed, some are crashed. Allegations of a secret government program that has hidden the truth, the technology, from the world. There's a sophisticated uh, disinformation campaign targeting the U.S. populace, which is extremely unethical and immoral. And it's totally, totally frightening. From Roswell to the present day. We're going against the wind. The wind's 120 knots to the west. There are non-prosaic cases, 100% unexplainable. I mean, this is like tangible technical craft they're seeing. Is this decorated officer a liar? Why should we believe you? A fool. Is it possible that you're deluding yourself? Or a hero? I'm a patriot, and uh, I believe the truth to power in this. We're talking about the biggest secret in human history. We are not alone. The UFO whistleblower speaks. Good evening. I'm Elizabeth Vargas, here to bring you a News Nation exclusive interview with a man we're calling the UFO whistleblower. David Grush is a career intelligence official who this week is making some bombshell claims of a U.S. government cover-up going back nearly a century. Shedding light, he says, on that existential question, are we alone? News Nation has confirmed David Grush's credentials and resume. We have not seen or verified the alleged proof he says he's provided to investigators. But we want you to hear his story so you can decide for yourself. Mr. Grush sat down with investigative journalist Ross Coulthard, who is reporting for News Nation. Mr. Coulthard is an award-winning journalist and author who has reported for the Australian version of 60 Minutes, as well as other news programs in his home country. What you're about to see is part of their conversation, touching on Mr. Grush's work with the UAP task force, his background and his service to this country, and the alleged secret military program about which he says the world needs to know. For decades, the UFO question has been consigned to the realm of speculation, conspiracy theory and science fiction. Can you say E.T.? E.T. But in recent years, serious people have started taking the subject seriously. You'll see it uh, come through the top of the screen. There it goes. Prompted in part by the release of these videos, purporting to show encounters between American naval aviators and what the Pentagon has labelled unidentified aerial or anomalous phenomena. Congress has convened hearings to determine what these UAP are and what threat they might pose. If UAP do indeed represent a potential threat to our security, then the capabilities, systems, processes and sources we use to observe, record, study or analyze these phenomena need to be classified at appropriate levels. The Department of Defense has established a special team, formerly known as the UAP Task Force, recently renamed the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, or ARO, to investigate and identify what are now hundreds of reported sightings. So far, they have not confirmed any of them to constitute proof of alien life. 
Officially, the government continues to state, we are indeed alone. But now, for the first time, a former member of that official investigative team is speaking out, telling a stunning story that impacts every person on this planet. And now you're about to meet that man for the very first time in this exclusive television interview. Welcome. Have a seat. Maybe start off telling me your name and who you are. My name is uh, David Grush. You know, I came from a blue-collar family in Pittsburgh. Didn't have the money for college. Always admired people in uniform. And I've always wanted to be a part of something bigger than myself. You know, 18 years ago, you know, I got an Air Force scholarship for physics. Uh, I originally commissioned on active duty in the Air Force. Uh, Served 14 years in the Air Force. I look at this photograph, Dave. And I see a very proud officer. Uh, I was getting promoted to captain when I was uh, deployed. And you still love your country, don't you? Absolutely. A career intelligence officer, Grush spent time on the ground in Afghanistan and other places he can't mention before rotating back to Washington. I was an intel officer for the U.S. for 14 years. My last position, which I left in April of 2023, um, I co-led the UAP portfolio for the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, and some of the highest officials within the Department of Defense and Intelligence community used to call on me to advise them on some of the hardest uh, target sets that the country had. You are one of the most trusted former intelligence officials in the U.S. defense and intelligence establishment. Yes, I was. You were trusted with the most intimate secrets. Yes, And he says the most earth-shattering of those secrets were revealed after 2019, when he was invited to join the UAP task force. You had the security classifications to go anywhere and ask anyone anything. I had, based on my formal security clearance and multiple polygraphs, I had the ability uh, to be read into any program that I needed. At one point in time, I was extremely highly cleared What conclusion did you come to at the end of your time on the UAP task force? Uh, The UAP task force was refused access to um, a broad crash retrieval program. When you say crash retrieval, what do you mean? Uh, These are retrieving non-human origin uh, technical vehicles, you know, call it spacecraft if you will, non-human, exotic origin vehicles that have either landed or crashed. We have spacecraft from another species. We do, yeah. How many? Quite a number. You're kidding. No. I thought it was totally nuts, and I thought at first I was being deceived. It was a ruse. People started confiding in me. They approached me. I have plenty of current and former senior intelligence officers that came to me, many of which I knew almost my whole career, that confided in me. They were a part of a program. They named the program. I've never heard of it. And they, they told me, based on their oral testimony, um, and they provided me documents and other, other proof, that there was, in fact, a program that the UAP task force was uh, not read into. You are alleging that the U.S. government has been concealing the existence on this planet of alien life. I would couch it as non-human intelligence, you know, NHI, like we like to say in our our language. Why do you say that? Why do you say NHI? I don't want to necessarily denote origin. I don't think we have all the data to say, oh, they're coming from 
a certain a certain location, and I and I I couch it as somebody who studied physics, where maybe they're coming from a different physical dimension, as described in quantum mechanics. We know there's extra dimensions due to high uh, high energy particle collisions, etc. And there's a theoretical framework to explain that. Yeah. Just let me cut to the quick though. Mm-hmm. You're saying there is an intelligent species engaging with this planet. Yes, that's potentially extraterrestrial, yeah. I speak for everybody sitting yeah. at home. That is a shock. It was to me, and uh, I had a lot of sleepless nights. Grush says he's never personally seen non-human intelligence, but he's spoken to enough people directly involved in what he calls the program that he's convinced it's real. I started out as a non-believer. I came to the, the problem as a hardcore physics guy, intel officer, so I have a, you know, excuse my language, high factor. I was very methodical interviewing people who didn't know each other, making sure this wasn't some kind of cover-up of some other program. He says he pressed to gain direct access to this program, and that's when his trouble started. Grush claims his investigation was stymied, his requests for access rebuffed. They shut the door in my face. They denied me access to these programs. Soon after, he says he endured reprisals and retaliation from above. He then reported that information to the Intelligence Community Inspector General. That's why he's filed this whistleblower complaint. He says that experience is why he decided to go public here and in a recent article written by Leslie Kane in The Debrief. You're not being paid for this interview? No, I'm not. Why are you doing this? It's a sense of service, you know? Call me a Boy Scout or, or whatever. It just, a, when I saw the kind of wrongdoing I did, I don't want to be 60, 70 years old in the future and uh, have that, you know, coulda, shoulda, woulda kind of uh, feeling where I, I could have made a difference. I do not want to live a life in, of regret. You are saying to the human race for the first time, an official intelligence representative at a high level from the US government is saying publicly, we are not alone. We're definitely not alone. Absolutely, the data points empirically that we're not alone, yeah. You've said that we have, the United States has spacecraft, intact craft. We do. Do we have bodies? Do we have species of... Well, naturally, um, when you recover something that's either landed or crashed, um, sometimes you encounter um, dead pilots. And uh, believe it or not, as as fantastical as that sounds, it's true. Have you seen spacecraft? I've seen some interesting photos and I've read some very interesting reports. But, he says, the specific documents and photos that would prove his claims are still classified and he cannot disclose them here. Let's deal with the issue of your credibility. Mm -hmm. Why should we believe you? You're just somebody coming out of nowhere, Mm -hmm. making claims that we really ultimately can't prove. Yeah. Well, we, we provided the, the proof internally to the Inspector General and the Hill staff. We went into all the details. I mean, I have the credentials. Uh, I was an intelligence officer on the UAP task force. But let's face it, allegations of aliens and their spacecraft are hard to accept, even coming from a respected insider. Even if you call them NHI and UAP, how could such NHI travel to Earth in the first place 
and go undetected by the general public. Grush says the craft may not be travelling through space as we understand it. It is a well-established fact, at least mathematically and based on empirical observation and analysis, that there most likely are physical additional spatial dimensions. You could imagine uh, in 4 and 5D space where what we experience as linear time ends up being a physical dimension in higher dimensional space where if you were living there, you could translate across what we perceive as a linear flow. So there is a... Uh, possibility that, and it, this is a theory here, I'm not saying this is 100% the case, but uh, it could be that this is not necessarily extraterrestrial and it's actually coming from a higher dimensional physical space that might be co-located, um, you know, right here. What can you tell me about these craft, these technologies? Why do you know it's exotic? Uh, based on uh, the very specific properties that I was briefed on, you know, isotopic ratios that would have to be engineered for it to be um, at those levels, but also just extremely uh, uh, strange, heavy atomic metal, you know, high up in the periodic table um, arrangements that um, we don't understand, you know, what the emergent properties are, but there's just a very strange mix of... um, Elements. So you're absolutely sure that the materials that these craft are made of are clearly not of this earth? Yeah, they're sophisticatedly engineered, um, certainly not by humans. And while Grush says the US has gleaned some insight from these materials for military use, so much more could be done if academia and the private sector had access. It's totally nuts that... Uh, humanity as a whole, especially you know the U.S. citizenry as a whole, they're not even benefiting um, from broad research on this to solve you know propulsion, energy issues, um, novel material science that can improve people's quality of life. It's just totally nuts uh, how it's been protected and uh, inhibits progress. If you're right, if you're telling us the truth, mm-hmm. everyone, the entire American public has been lied to for decades. Yeah, there's a sophisticated uh, disinformation campaign targeting the U.S. populace, which is extremely unethical and immoral. Coming up, how long has this been going on? A lot of the things I was briefed on were, were very shocking. So let's start from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. You say it's a 90-year cover-up. Just about, yeah. 90 years? 1933 was the first recovery in Europe, in uh, Magenta, Italy. They recovered a, a partially intact vehicle. It's long been known that the regime of dictator Benito Mussolini documented numerous UAP during this time. This internal memo from the Italian secret services includes crude drawings of the UAPs. It's true. It's real. Yeah, that actually happened. Italian government moved it to a secure uh, air base in Italy for the the rest of kind of the fascist regime until 1944, 1945. And, you know, the uh, Pope Pius XII back-channeled that. So the Vatican um, was involved. Yeah, and told the Americans what the Italians had, and, and we ended up scooping it. So let me be very clear about this. You're saying that the Catholic Church 
the Vatican, mm -hmm. they know about the existence of non-human intelligence on this planet. Certainly. Grush says shortly after the dawn of the atomic age, another major crash recovery took place. You've probably heard of it. What can you tell me about the Roswell craft? Fortunately, the, those details uh, were not approved for me to talk about right now. This much we know. In 1947, an object crashed in the New Mexico desert near the town of Roswell. The Air Force recovered material described as metallic and rubbery, though the government changed its story as to what it was, calling it a flying disc at first, then a weather or spy balloon. It just read ridiculous to me that the US Air Force had changed its story. Yeah, and they added additional elements over time and, and um, tried to conflate additional programs to explain some of the events. Why are these things crashing? Yeah, you know, some... Some are landed, some are crashed. And I think that's an interesting discussion that's come up, you know, as advanced as, you know, we are, you know, as humans, right? You know, planes crash, cars crash. Just because you're some uh, advanced sentience that has advanced technology doesn't mean um, some small percentage of your, I'll use the Air Force term like sorties, um, you know, meet an unfortunate operational conclusion, as, as we might want to say. Most people would tell you the Roswell incident has been thoroughly debunked. In fact, the Air Force published this report in 1994 to put the issue to rest once and for all. Grush has read it. That analysis they did was a, a total hack job. And even um, anybody with analytical skills, if you read it, you can, you can deduce that they're conflating multiple... Um, situations with crash test dummies and, and, and mogul balloons, and they're just saying that the townsfolk who personally witnessed it were totally um, imagining things. They concocted that whole report uh, just to disinform. So the reason for the secrecy exactly is what? Um, feudalistic dominance, who can have um, both asymmetric, asymmetric technology for, it seems like, just fueling the war machine. Grush says that through the 50s and 60s, encounters with the NHI continued, as did the cover-up. One incident in 1967, about which multiple Air Force veterans have gone public, involved UAPs tampering with the nuclear missiles at Malmstrom Air Base in Montana. They saw a craft, appearing to be intelligently controlled, hovered over a nuclear weapons silo and shut down... 10 nuclear ICBM missiles. Mm -hmm. It certainly looks like um, they want to understand uh, how far we've advanced in our nuclear fizzle kind of technologies at the very least. I mean, it looks like preparatory probing activity. It might be innocent kind of scientific gathering, could be ISR probing. Meanwhile, Grush says the crash retrieval program continued. And while he won't reveal where the downed craft are stored, he does say that the people working with the technology have been putting themselves at risk. You know, a lot of them, you know, were um, injured looking at some of this stuff. You can imagine the nuclear, radiological and biological risk um, to looking at an unknown unknown. And a lot of them have literally suffered physically because of their service. But as we know, anyone who's come forward claiming non-human intelligence is behind these incidents has been dismissed as delusional or deliberately deceitful. If you're right, 
if you're telling us the truth, mm-hmm. everyone, the entire American public, has been lied to for decades. Yeah, there's a sophisticated uh, disinformation campaign targeting the U.S. populace, which is extremely unethical and immoral. Coming up, new evidence and perhaps new attitudes in a new age of UAPs. The American people need and deserve to know more. Has the US government changed its tune? These are the videos that started it all. Footage captured by naval aviators on military-grade cameras that defied all prosaic explanation. Dave Grush has investigated this one, shot in 2015 off the East Coast by fighter pilots from the USS Theodore Roosevelt. There's an industry of debunkers out Mm. there on the web who say, oh, they've got this all wrong, it's a jet exhaust at a distance, Mm. and the aircraft's turning. Give me an answer on that. Well, I had some optical engineering experts look at that and the Raytheon AT FLIR system based on the pixel saturation and apparent size. It's certainly something that's not a jet. It might be some kind of natural phenomenon that's quite strange, but it's not uh, as simple as a, a jet. He has even stronger opinions about this UAP, now known to history as the Tic Tac shot in 2004 in the Pacific by aviators off the USS Nimitz. And the Tic Tac? Truly anomalous. Absolutely uh, technical vehicle, physical, and that's absolutely uh, something that we didn't make. Not of this world. Most likely, yeah. The videos were leaked in 2017, then officially released by the Pentagon in 2020. At the time, it seemed the Pentagon may have finally abandoned its obsession with secrecy and decided to do what other countries have been doing for decades. Establish a properly funded, publicly accountable team to investigate reports of UAP. Dave Grush was part of that team. This is a hunt mission for... What might somebody be doing in our backyard that we don't know about? The task force set about investigating these incidents, including more recent events like the odd encounters that took place during naval exercises in 2019 off the coast of San Diego. This video, shot on the USS Omaha and later leaked to documentarian Jeremy Corbell, has received particular attention. It either... Zooms off so fast you can't see it or it sinks into the ocean, but it seems to drop. What do you know about it? It was truly anomalous. But Grush says the promised new age of government transparency is a fallacy. For starters, he says the videos that have been released are just the tip of the iceberg. There are many videos that are totally fair to release through um, a declassification process. And I find it um, very concerning from a transparency perspective that all that the department has declassified were those three famous videos. There are more concerning videos that left me with a lot of questions, yeah. He says there are credible witnesses who could testify to Congress about spacecraft, big spacecraft. A lot of them were very large, very large, yeah. Like a football field kind of... Size And I remember interviewing these personnel. Uh, I'm like, either these people are lying to me, they're having a psychotic break, or this is some crazy but true stuff that's happening, and I have no good explanation that's prosaic at all for this, because this is not explainable by, you know, swamp gas. 
uh, St. Elmo's fire, ball lightning, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, this is like tangible technical craft they're seeing um, up close and personal in some cases when I interview people. And at the centre of it all, the crash retrieval program the government has never publicly acknowledged. A program, Grush says, that's included at least one private aerospace company that is storing alien craft. Is that true? That is how a lot of these relationships are. Um, While I I don't want to name the specific companies and government elements, but uh, overall, you know, the government has been the custodian of a lot of this, right? And they'll they'll hand receipt it out to a clear defense contractor to do some analysis, which... I find highly unethical. You have basically a sole source arrangement and you allow certain um, private corporate elements uh, to look at this, develop a a potential insight and then sell it back to the government for profit. And I think that's uh, totally unethical. The problem you've got is there have been categorical denials Mm -hmm. from high level officials in the US government, even presidents, Mm -hmm. that what you're saying is true. Unfortunately, some elected officials were not brought in. Only a few weeks ago, 19th of April, the head of the Pentagon's UAP investigations program, Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, Mm -hmm. told Congress, Arrow, that's the Pentagon's UFO investigation body, has found no credible evidence thus far of extraterrestrial activity, off-world technology, or objects that defy the known laws of physics. While a large number of cases in our holdings remain technically unresolved, this is primarily due to a lack of data associated with those cases. Was that a lie? Well, I know Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick. I've known him for about eight years. And, you know, I expressed some concerns to Dr. Kirkpatrick about a year ago and told him what I was starting to uncover. And... He didn't follow up with me. And he has my phone number. He could have called me. I hope he ultimately does the right thing. He should be able to make the same um, investigative discoveries I did. It's totally crazy if he doesn't. So the implication here is that the head of the very body Mm -hmm. that Congress has ordered to tell the American public the truth about UAPs is possibly misleading the American public. Do you think the American public is being lied to? Well, they've been lied to over the years, and um, I'm hoping that the lies stop. Coming up, it gets even scarier. The UFO whistleblower says the NHIs aren't all friendly. Have human beings been hurt or killed by a non-human intelligence? And guess who they might be working with? We're in a competition with their adversaries to understand this. And it's a, it's a multi-decade Cold War that uh, has been under our nose for so long. In the movies, the aliens are often portrayed as peaceful, even cuddly. It would be nice if that were true, but Mr. Grush says it's not. The common interpretation from some commentators is that there is a non-human species and it's incredibly benevolently well disposed to the human race. Yeah, and, and I think that is a, the logical fallacy there is because they're advanced, they're kind. We'll never really understand 
um, full intent in that because we're, we're not them, whatever them is or are. Uh, but I think what appears to be malevolent activity has, has happened. Based on not only uh, nuclear site probing activities, um, witness testimony, I think at least if we look at it through a humanistic lens, um, it does appear negative, at least uh, to us. I've been told that there have been attempts to bring down craft, that we've acted offensively against non-human craft. There have been instances and there are uh, certain techniques. Have human beings been hurt or killed by a non-human intelligence? While I can't get into the specifics because that would reveal uh, certain US classified uh, operations, uh, I was briefed by a few individuals on the program that there were um, malevolent events like that. Now I'm scared. People have just heard you say non-humans may well have murdered human beings. That seems to be the case at one point, yeah. And there's more. Grush says the United States is not the only country that's encountered NHI and their technology. He says our geopolitical rivals have their own crash retrieval programs, which they are also secretly exploiting for military purposes. We're in a competition with their adversaries to understand this, and it's a, it's a multi-decade Cold War that uh, has been under our nose for so long, and you know there is no good way to level the playing field and hold other nation states accountable if they're doing unethical or illicit uh, activity as it relates to this subject. And I think the obtuse secrecy is actually putting us in a very dangerous position where uh, a country might make a breakthrough that say we, um, it's an adversary of ours. And it is so destabilizing. You say there's been a cold war behind the scenes with Russia and China. There has been a cold war against our, with, our, with our peer adversaries, yeah. Why hasn't Russia or China come out and spoken publicly about this? I think they're in a similar you know, pickle as us, where it's, um, they understand maybe the, some of the socioeconomic destabilization factors in their own society. But if this non-human intelligence is so advanced, and at least some of them are malevolent, why haven't they destroyed us already? Perhaps some fragile yet combustible detente has been reached. Grush has written an internal document about his discoveries that refers to agreements that risk putting our future in jeopardy. And it's quite clear that you're talking about agreements between America and non-human intelligences. Have we made agreements with non-human intelligences? That's the kind of information I really hope national leadership is able to get to the bottom of. I need to pin you down on this. Are there agreements between non-human intelligences and the American government? I think that's a question that I would like to know all the details of as well. We do know of at least one agreement among humans that's worth noting. This 1971 agreement between the US and the USSR on measures to reduce the risk of nuclear war. Whether or not you believe Dave Grush, this document proves the two superpowers were aware that UAP existed, whatever they were. 
If you look at Article 3 of that treaty, it talks about unidentified objects near nuclear facilities or interfering with communications. And that is a treaty uh, that uh, has been used, from what I understand, uh, to notify uh, each other if there's a concerning event. And that's a way of saying to the Russians, hey, don't shoot at us. It's not us. Yeah, I mean, that's certainly a concern uh, because of the secrecy. It has There is an environment where um, you could have almost like a false flag where true non-prosaic UAP um, situation um, could be uh, contrived as you know a provocation of something from a nation state, and we want to de-escalate that. If this is true, if the stakes are so high, if the fate of the human race is at stake... Perhaps it's no surprise to hear Grush say the US government will do anything to keep these secrets safe. Can I put it to you that crimes must have been committed? At the very least, I saw substantive evidence that white-collar crime was committed. Have people been killed to protect this secret? Uh, based on the people I talked to, uh, that was an ongoing uh, concern. Yeah, unfortunately, I've heard some really un-American things I don't want to repeat right now. So you have a strong suspicion that people have been murdered to protect the secret. Over the years, yeah. Coming up, a reality check. Is it possible that you're deluding yourself? It's time to put our whistleblower's credibility to the test. Everybody watching this right now is looking at your face. Mm -hmm. They're going, is this guy for real? Let's talk about what Dave Grush doesn't have. He doesn't have smoking gun documents or photos. He doesn't have official confirmation of his claims. He's just a guy talking on camera, and a lot of his answers to our most pointed questions sound like this. Can you comment? Unfortunately, I cannot. So who is this guy, really? I don't want fame or fortune. I'm just here to provide public leadership on an issue that I uncovered and I thought it was totally outrageous. News Nation has confirmed through multiple sources that Dave Grush is who he says he is, an Air Force veteran from Pittsburgh who worked in military intelligence and was part of the UAP task force. Maybe he's just a confident, well-spoken ex-military intelligence officer who just happens to have lost his mind. Do you have any kind of mental illness? No. Have you ever had a psychosis, a delusion? No. Is there anything in your medical history that might be capable of being interpreted as a reason why you might be confabulating, making no. things up? No. I'm not a disgruntled employee. I resigned on my own accord because I thought altruistically it's more appropriate to show thought leadership on the outside on this now because um, I you know, hit an impasse within the government to try to right this wrong. So I've got to be blunt about this. Yeah. You're not making this up. This no. is not a lie. No, absolutely not. Because everybody watching this right now is looking at your face. Mm -hmm. They're going, is this guy for real? I am for real. And I'm, you know, I'm sitting here at great personal risk and obvious professional risk by talking to you today. You've told us that we really are not alone. Even though you believe what you say is true, you haven't been fed disinformation. It's a common thing in intelligence for governments to mislead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was very sensitive to that fact. 
Um, you know, was this some kind of ruse against me? Uh, am, am I being used in any kind of way? Um, and I took about four years being very methodical before I filed my, my whistleblower complaint to be absolutely certain of these basic facts. Yeah. So take me through the process of how you convinced yourself that this is real. Mm-hmm. Um, well, based on the, the credential people that came to me, um, some of these subjects provided me uh, sensitive foreign intelligence to read, uh, sensitive program documents and photographs to evaluate, um, and then uh, described in very specific detail um, how all this worked. And they were telling me the, the exact, extremely specific details um, that all it all checked out. Yeah. You know, the thing I have trouble with, it's the fact that my experience as a journalist is it's very hard for governments to keep secrets. Most things leak. Mm-hmm. Your government leaks like a sieve. Mm-hmm. Why hasn't this leaked? Well, I've certainly been the recipient of a lot of U.S. government secrets, and I can tell you they've never seen the light of day. Um, that's for sure. And uh, I guess ostensibly this has leaked like a sieve for decades, but it was a very sophisticated disinformation that campaign where you know they have allowed some of the truth to come out um, through some of their, their trade crafts, uh, but they've disenfranchised people, they've stigmatized it, they made it like a this total like wacky thing to talk about. So anybody who may come forward with that kind of information is looked like a you know total tinfoil hat guy because it's a perfect amalgamation of disinformation to um, just make it look crazy. The best reason to believe Dave Grush may be this document. Remember that whistleblower complaint he filed? It would seem it hasn't fallen on deaf ears. So the Inspector General of the Intelligence Services of the United States has the information you've got? Yes. And more importantly, the Inspector General made a determination about the credibility of your complaint. They found, after interviewing myself in the subjects and other subjects that I'm not even uh, cognizant on who they were, they found my complaint uh, urgent and credible uh, for the intelligence committees. The word credible is important. You appreciate. Mm -hmm. So an official investigatory body of the United States government has determined that your allegations are credible. Correct. Coming up... If it is true, then what? What are we going to do if the biggest secret on the planet is now out in the open? And what are they going to do? How will the non-human intelligence react? This is one of the gravest constitutional crises for your country ever. Absolutely. Give me some hope here. Yeah. There are good people. There are very good people, and I want that message to be crystal clear. Um, let's not demonize holistically the U.S. government. There's a whole army of people that want change. I am one of tens, if not hundreds, of individuals within the government on these programs that would like a change. What kind of change does David Grush want? As he said here tonight, he wants the NHI technology to be shared so the rest of the world can benefit from it. And I use nuclear weapons or nuclear physics as an example. It's an acknowledged program. We have nuclear weapons. You don't get to know the designs. But nuclear physics, holistically, is unclassified. Academia studies it. And why would you suppress basic astrophysics, astrobiology, um, other hard and soft sciences broadly? It's totally nuts. Grush has left the government. 
He wasn't part of Arrow during the most recent congressional hearings when still more UAP were revealed, including this one captured by a drone in the Middle East in 2022. There it goes. His whistleblower case will take months to conclude. In the meantime, he says he's starting a scientific foundation. And he's willing to speak to anyone in Washington who has the clearance and the desire to hear the classified information he could not share here. I make myself available to Secretary Austin, DNI Haynes, who was a recipient of my complaints. I'm happy to further brief elected officials on the specific um, ecosystem of secrecy down to the fine details. Whoever they are, how will the non-human intelligence react to the revelation that human beings now know they're here. Yeah, I mean, obviously the non-human intelligences have been around for a while, at least multiple decades uh, in modern history, and they've allowed ourselves to annihilate ourselves, genocide, war, famine, etc. So at the very least, I think they're kind of neutral on what humans decide to do with their free will. And as for how we, the human race, will react to his story, here Grush evinces that quintessentially human characteristic, optimism. I don't have this utopian ideology that this is going to, you know, solve world problems, stop war entirely. But all I want is a moment of pause and and to see if the subject unites us as we've obviously become more divided over the last couple decades. Because, if anything else, what you're revealing may mean we all start thinking of ourselves not as American, Australian, Russian, Chinese, but as human. Human family, I think that's... uh, Totally the right term, yeah. I can imagine all of you out there are asking the same question I ask myself, that despite his credentials, can Mr Grush be believed? The allegations presented by Mr Grush tonight, if true, are the answer to the biggest question in human history. Are we alone? I'm Ross Coulthard. Thank you very much for watching. And good night. Mr. Chairman, uh, ranking members and congressmen, uh, thank you. I'm happy to be here. This is an important issue, and I'm grateful for your time. My name is David Charles Grush. I was an intelligence officer for 14 years. In July 2023, a bombshell congressional hearing made waves around the world. I was informed in the course of my official duties of a multi-decade UAP crash retrieval and reverse engineering program. 